Super Scoreboard. The old firm through the decades. Some call it the greatest derby in the world. It is certainly the game that divides a country. When Celtic play Rangers, Scotland holds its breath. It's life or death to Celtic Rangers fans. Would you have signed for Celtic? No. Would you, Peter, have signed for Rangers? No chance. Absolutely not. Henrik was, um, you know, I call him a freak of nature. You know, 242 goals in 315 games. You know, that, that is just freakish. For me, it's the best Rangers team of all time that we were up against, and that's the biggest compliment I can pay those guys. When you walk in the doors, there's a special aura. When Graham left, David Murray actually just said, what do we need here? And we all said straight away, is that man there? Our challenge, when, when Graham came in, was to put Celtic off the, the top of the league. I don't care who we lose at me. See if you win a sign for us, you can't lose at me, Rangers. I'd have given the world to sign for us. The old firm is beyond anything I've experienced and ever seen and all that as well and you don't know how it is until you actually experience it yourself each family hands down the mantle supporting their particular team and that'll carry on forever Super Scoreboard The Old Firm Through the Decades 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football it's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Peter Lawwell is standing by Neil Lennon despite calls from fans to make a managerial change. Stuart Kettlewell says the scenes outside Celtic Park ruined Ross County's big day on Sunday and Dave King selling his Rangers shares to fan group club 1872. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio tonight is Roger Hanna. Yeah, Peter Lawwell breaks his silence on the Celtic crisis and calls for the Celtic family to find strength in adversity. Um, Stuart Kettlewell... He's finding his own strength today And looking back on Sunday's scenes And I think he used the word despicable And as he expressed his dismay At the scenes of disorder outside the park And Dave King Ready to walk away from Rangers Sell all of his shares to Rangers supporters A unique opportunity for them to have a say In the running of the club It's just your normal Tuesday really in Scottish football Gordon and of course the rehab starts right here after his big hip hop We missed him last week He's back from the comfort of his own home Gordon DL, how are you? Glad to see you're alive after your operation Yeah, thank you very much Gordon uh, I went to the hospital last week Hoping for a new hip I got my wish uh, Many Celtic fans are hoping for a new manager this week Pierre Lowell's not giving them their wish So it'll be an interesting show tonight and how, how are you? Are you fine? You're going to make it through the, the next two hours? You're not under the influence yeah, of painkillers yeah, or anything yeah. like that? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just working away my strengthening and up and down stairs and stuff like that. So it's um, onwards now and upwards and um, I am delighted mm. it's all over with. I've got to say that and looking forward to a packed show tonight. It's a good point, Roger. It's a heavy rehab schedule. I've been speaking to him over the last couple of days. He says he's got very specific hip exercises that he has to do and he's been working hard. He's been doing them on the recliner. And on the stairs and in the bedroom, everywhere that, that he can fit them in, he's been he's been working hard. Well, listen, that's what I like to hear. There was a hip hop, and then there was a hip op, and I think he's now managing to get through it all. What did you say to me, Naz? A mixture of painkillers, pots of tea, and did you have some birthday cake today? Yes, uh, happy birthday, my nephew Robbie, eighteen. A special one for him. Unfortunately, I can't get down the stairs and go and give him a present, but. Birthday wishes good. Too tight to buy one anyway Right 01419511025 Enough about that Let's get straight to the football Because there is a lot going on 
today in Scottish football There's a lot going on every day But particularly at the moment The debate surrounding Celtic Their form, where they go Neil Lennon's future All the rest of it has been raging on for a couple of weeks It cranked up a notch at the weekend And it carries on today Because Peter Lawwell has broken his silence He's put his name to a statement today Which reads as follows While the club has faced a difficult period on the pitch Peter Lawwell reiterated the club's determination To succeed this season and move forward together He says like all those with Celtic's best interests at heart Everyone is feeling the same hurt, disappointment and frustration We are accustomed to winning Our objective will always be for that to continue There is no complacency whatsoever Here's a bit where the manager comes in Neil, the players and backroom staff Who've already done so much for the club Sharing all of that They've never been more determined to succeed Having enjoyed such sustained, unprecedented success We now need strength in adversity um, It goes on to say Together we faced unique difficulties In the early part of the season While some of these were beyond our control Of course we recognise we must improve There's a long way to go Everyone at the club is ready for the challenge Later this month Celtic will attempt what no other club in the world has achieved A quadruple treble in domestic competitions We can best prepare for that And for our other remaining competitions By moving forward together With the sole aim of achieving continued success for the club Celtic fans What do you make of that? 0141-951-1025 Roger? Yeah, I'll be fascinated to hear what the Celtic support does make of that statement tonight, Gordon um, If you go back pre-Ross County If you go back to the show on Saturday We were discussing at the start of the show Neil Lennon's remarks from Friday When he spoke about the Zoom call with Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond And some call it a vote of confidence I think Hugh described it as an act of faith And I said in the show There should be a pool of goodwill there for Neil Lennon He's won 20 major trophies as a player and a manager with Celtic And it didn't surprise me that he got that act of faith And I thought he deserved that act of faith But I said on Saturday there was a run of must-win games coming up And the problem with must-win games, Gordon, is You must win them And on Sunday he didn't And that really hiked up the pressure on Neil Lennon And even for those I discussed it in the show on Saturday Even for those who say this season is solely about 10 in a row If it's solely about 10 in a row Then maybe the Betfred Cup for once doesn't matter so much Maybe the Europa League for once doesn't matter so much But the Premiership does matter And take AC Milan on Thursday night out of the equation Starting on Sunday against St Johnson at Celtic Park These must win games must be won Otherwise the pressure is just going to become unbearable On Neil Lennon, on Peter Lowell and on Dermot Desmond Gordon Dale, a significant development today Just before we came on air That statement from Peter Lawwell Celtic fans want change Some of them, a lot of them They want it now And if they were unsure about the likelihood of that this morning Well now they know that that's not going to happen Peter Lawwell issuing that statement tonight um, And essentially backing the manager It's a terrific bit of news for Neil Lennon And his coaching staff You've got to say that first and foremost Gordon I've been there as a manager, been under pressure as a manager, and you look for the board to back you. Whether that's going to be the right decision, I don't know. Do not know. Only time will tell with that. Um, I am sure a lot of Celtic supporters are disappointed with that. Um, me personally, I've got a lot of time for Neil Lennon. Terrific guy. I would have made the change of that. There's no doubt. Uh, and I just don't hold Neil Lennon the blame for this. I think Celtic just now are a shambles of a football club. I think the manager has to be replaced. I think the players are an absolute disgrace. I really do. I think they've got to take a big part of the blame. 
and I look at the recruitment, Nick Hammond, for instance, who's never been mentioned here, that's brought players that are not worthy of playing for a club of the size of Celtic into the club and spent a lot of money. I think it is a massive gamble by Peter Lowell, and for Neil Lennon's sake, I hope it works out for him. 01419511025 Celtic fans what do you make of that news today that statement from Peter Lowell Hugh Keevans was calling for it in the show last night he wanted the chief executive to say something address the fans well now he's done it is that good enough for you is that enough for you to say okay let's get behind the manager let's move on and, and try and drive the team forward do you still want change what does this say about the relationship between the fans and the club at the moment 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's go. Jordan's first up in Kirk and Tillock tonight. Jordan, what's your take on all of this? Hiya, guys. How you doing? Uh, I think, personally, uh, I'm been a Celtic fan all my life. And uh, I'm only 19. And I hear a lot of older guys come on here and talk as well. And I just thought it'd be good for you to hear it from a young perspective. Um, obviously, when when Rangers went into liquidation in 2012, I would have been about 11 or 12 at that time. Um, I've just been seeing, from my perspective, of a lot of my generation as well, we've been seeing just uh, one after one after one, um, which I think, in a sense, is, is brilliant, but everybody knew it had to come to an end. Um, I didn't think it was going to come to this sort of end. Um, I didn't think it was going to come to an end where... Um, it would come to us losing against small teams and slowly but progressively going under and under and under. Uh, I also think that Neil Lennon should have walked that night. Um, I think a lot of fans were expecting him to get the sack, but I think we all knew that Peter Law has had his back for years. Um, and I have Neil Lennon's back as well. And I've never, I've, as, as much as I... I'm not his biggest fan at the moment. I'll still respect him with everything because he's a Celtic legend. Um, he knows what he's doing. He doesn't know maybe what he's doing in the sense of the Celtic squad at the moment. Um, but I feel that, and I think a lot of you guys as well, feel that he should have walked. And uh, that's pretty much my view on it. Interested, Jordan, that you brought up your age at the start. I'm not sure it's completely drawn along those lines, but I think you're right. that There is that accusation from some older Celtic fans to guys like you that you're spoiled you're entitled you've known nothing but success and now you're throwing the toys out the pram sort of thing how would you respond to those accusations? Um, well you can kind of say that that is true in a sense um, because uh, a lot of the older Celtic fans as well you know obviously they've they've obviously went through the 2000s and they've seen a, a title race and a title battle between Celtic and Rangers and it's always just been Celtic and Rangers in the past 20 years, do you know what I mean? Um, and for me to obviously, when I'm obviously um, growing up as a teenager, it's a lot, it's a, I'll be growing up and seeing Celtic win after one after one when Rangers are nowhere near getting a hold of this type, any title for that fact. Um, and now, that I've seen um, that uh, it's been it's been sort of going downhill. Um, I feel that a lot of the Celtic fans are getting really, really annoyed and um, quite quite disheartened that this is the case for Celtic. Yeah, let's put that to the, to the panel then, Roger. Um, 
what do you make of well, Jordan's l- points? L- listen, Jordan, I, w- I wouldn't make too much of the fact you're 19. I'm sure there were, there were young Rangers fans in the 90s who, for a decade or so, knew nothing but success. That's you know, you, you should be pleased that you, you know, right through your teenage years, Celtic have been you know, winning everything and sw- sweeping cups and leagues before them. You know, I'm sure you've had a, a great time. You, you mentioned Neil Lennon walking away. Um, I wouldn't have walked away. It's Neil Lennon's job. Um, if it had been my job, I wouldn't just have, have quit because Neil Lennon. Inside will believe he can turn it around um, In the past he has Turned it around before uh, At Celtic Is it success At Hibernian as well He will believe That he and his backroom team And those players who have won trophies before Can turn it around So I never really thought it was realistic That Neil would walk away from the job I thought over the weekend There was a really good chance That the decision would be taken out of his hands Results might yet dictate Jordan The decision is taken out of his hands going forward But it's an interesting statement from the club tonight Um, You would never have thought things We're only sitting here on the 1st of December When the league started I think it was the 1st of August or the 3rd of August You would never ever have thought Celtic would unravel to such an extent In such a short period of time And you know 19 year old fans 59-year-old fans, 79-year-old fans, they will all be as shocked as each other at the speed with which this Celtic crisis, if you want to call it that, has come upon the club. Jordan, specifically on the communications then, the the statement, Hugh was on the show last night calling for this. He felt that Peter Lowell needed to come out and and break his silence. I'm, I'm getting a bit of a sense on social media already, though, that this has had a... a galvanizing effect for those who want Neil Lennon out. That this is... Sort of on the verge of, of blowing up for Peter Lowell because he's come out and, and issued this statement. What, what's your own yeah. take on it? Uh, are you talking about the statement that he's backed Neil Lennon yes. on those? On a, yeah, um, I heard about that today, uh, and I feel that most I, I, I don't really know. It could, it could be fifty fifty, but um, I'd say quite a lot of Celtic fans uh, will look. Well, unfortunately, especially the people that were. Um, were outside Celtic Park that night, which I also think is absolutely disgraceful um, and embarrassing for the club. Uh, but I think a lot of people will look at that and um, from a um, towards Neil Lennon, I think a lot of people will um, begin to forget his legacy at the club, um, and this will be him, uh, and he won't be remembered for his greatness at the club. Even though years ago when he was a manager, he took us to Champions Leagues, and he was he was. The club was fantastic at that time um, And he left on a good note I think now A lot of people, especially from the scenes From Sunday night as well um, I think a lot of people's opinion will be totally Different towards Neil Lennon In, in, in my opinion Alright Jordan, pleasure to speak to you Hopefully we'll catch up with you soon That was Jordan in Kirk and Tillock. Peter is on from Postle Park Peter, this has moved on a bit today You had the result at the weekend You kind of start digesting it yesterday Now the statement from Celtic tonight Sum up how you're feeling um, About things at the moment You know Also Gordon I'm not I'm over the moon With, with the performances And also the result On Saturday uh, Sorry Sunday Right but At the end of the day That team that Neil put out on Sunday Has been good enough To take care of Ross County No disrespect to Ross County Yeah maybe Neil never made Any tactical changes Or substitutions Quick enough But you're not telling me one to eleven, Celtic didn't have a better player in the park. The bottom line is, Gordon hurt the nail on the head. Their players are despicable in it. They're about to have themselves take a good look at themselves in the mirror. Neil's been hung out to drive with these players. Okay, to me, Gordon, it was time for 
the Phoenix Varus one when they came out and basically stated players wanted their way. And to me, the players are basically going, was that right? Well, we're, we're down tools. We're not going anywhere. We'll, we'll not be going anywhere. You'll be the one that'll be getting the sack. These players have got to knock all down. If they want their move, fine, get your move in the summer. Right? They could have been made themselves heroes. I'm not saying that they've got it easy because Rangers have turned things around. Maybe they have to have been a bit complacent, although Mr. Lawler says we've not. They've not been expecting Rangers to come back under Stephen Gerrard the way they had this season. But I'm following with Gordon and Roger. The recruitment with Mr. Hammond, he's not been correct at This is how he has recommendations. I know he recommends it and he'll, and he'll puts it to Mr. Lawler when he then decides whether they're going to. Uh, pay the money for third player but Mr Hammond's choices of players to me are baffling really and the guy's eyes as well I'm sure he'd done the exact same at West Ham and he's done the same himself he's ok it's not him that makes the final decision but really I mean you've got players like Ryan Christie coming out and giving it we're fully behind the man blah 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 but in, the, in behind he's in he's saying he wants a move you get Christopher I are the same you get Big Eddie where he's I gather it can take me the long way we still suffering for the effects of COVID. Then what disinterested in Sunday. Totally disinterested. A yeti as well. We keep saying this man's no fit. This is this is now December. When is the guy gonna be fat? I believe him some uh, when I, I, I fell uh one of the blogs uh off the ball hang me. There's we're taking EPL EPL rejects. They're not getting the game for their team and we're putting them up here thinking that they're gonna do a job for us. A Yeti, Elanousi, Duffy. And we all know, um, Neil was refused his own backroom staff at the start of the season as well. That doesn't help matters. Generally, when you take a job on, you're allowed to a point, you're helped to a point you're in backroom staff. You can, how many does backroom staff and John Kennedy? I know John would see the injury run to Scotland and Colts looked after him well. But maybe it's maybe even time for John to move on to Pastor New and build his career and maybe. One day, maybe he'll come back Celtic manager, but heaven forbid if Neil gets the sack, either depending on how the results go Thursday night or on Sunday against St Johnston. I personally don't. I'd love to see him come back one ten. I think it's it's slightly beyond us now because there's no. You can see the two, the team's bereft of confidence just now. I don't know what's happened. If one call could sum up the scale of what's going on at Celtic at the moment, Peters might just do it, Gordon. He says the players are a disgrace. Nicky Hammond's signings are terrible Neil Lennon started it all When he spoke after the Ferenc Varos game John Kennedy needs to take a bit of the blame That is, is wide ranging stuff But he did agree with something you said About the players You think uh, they have to, to do considerably better at the moment Yeah I think they're getting off too easy Look the buck stops at Neil Lennon We all know that He's a manager of a football club But you're not telling me Those players In my opinion Are throwing Neil Lennon Celtic Football Club, Celtic supporters under the bus just now. I really do. You're not telling me that that 11 and Neil Lennon's tried, do you talk about tactics? Are you, say, are you saying to me in this special year for being a Celtic football player that you have to get a manager in a dressing room to motivate you to go and play against Ross County? I'm sorry, I'm not having the players. Of course Neil Lennon takes responsibility. Tell me how many of the players could walk in to full-length mirror after a game, look themselves right in the face and say, did I give my all for Celtic Football Club today? Because see, that was the answer was yes, they'd have been in the next round of the Cup. The players are absolutely shocking. And I get back to the recruitment. Nick Hammond came in, 
He's brought in guys like Barkas, in which I found astounding that he was a goalkeeping coach. Hammond was actually a goalkeeping coach, and he's put a report on there, and the amount of money that Celtic have invested into this guy that doesn't look like a, a goalkeeper to me at all. A Yeti up front looks like he only comes alive if the ball comes into his area in the penalty box. Edward's a big money guy that everybody was talking about. I thought he was terrible at the weekend. So I think when I say tonight about Celtic Football Club, and I don't say this lightly of being a shambles, it's not just one thing that needs sorted. Now, Peter Lowell's made a massive statement tonight, and well done to him, he's come out and says, no, I'm back my manager, believe in that. That's up to Peter Lowell, and that's up to the board of directors at Celtic Football Club. But the thing they can't convince me just now is, how do you turn that around when there's so many things wrong just now in that football pitch? On good good question. Off. Very good question. Peter in Postle Park, thank you. 01419511025. We're going to take more of your calls next. What do you make of that statement today, Celtic fans? You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here to take your calls on the usual number or read your tweets at Clyde SSB. Lots and lots of reaction coming into that statement from Peter Lowell tonight, essentially backing Neil Lennon, calling for everyone at Celtic to come together and, and try and move forward. Um, Sean Jones is on Twitter. He says, when there's animosity between fans and management, that can be overcome. But I can't recall any examples of animosity between players and management, which is followed by success. You have to punt the management or the players. And Karen says, I can only conclude that Peter's going to put big Fraser Forster-shaped Christmas presents under our tree this year. Otherwise, he's chucking the league away like he does with Europe every year, says Karen on Twitter. Uh, let's bring in John, who's a Celtic fan on the line. John, how does that statement tonight make you feel? It only took them, it only took them a week to make it, and the statement they made the day is a load of garbage. It's a load of garbage. You see no back, they'll back Neil to the hill. He's got a load of garbage. The players on the bank, backing Neil to the hill. The way they've been playing. Now they've done tools as, as, as Gordon sees there. But as I said, we're going to Milan on Thursday night. I don't expect nothing. The way like Scott did another four one five one. But see, come Sunday, Neil ought to grow a set. Neil ought to grow a set. See the four or five guys that think I'm uh, maybe Maradona's. I would drop them. The five guys that he's mentioned. Edward's not kicked the ball. All right, the COVID. Big guy, he thinks he's transpecting, but he's ranked rotten in that defence. Uh, I would drop the four or five guys. Christie's another one. I would drop them. They bring in. I wouldn't care. The league's away as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I would give. I would give uh, a couple of a couple of young boys. I don't know. Just go. Uh, guys that want to put on a green and white jersey and uh, fight for fight for the Celtic cause. As I see, that's the last game tonight. Is a bloody. It's absolutely atrocious, mate. That's my point tonight. Well, I mean, Peter Lowell says that you guys need strength and adversity. You need to come together. That that not doing it for you? They're not coming together. Peter said, as I say, he got Neil contradicted himself uh, last Friday with the, with the great meeting. With the great meeting. And uh, two months ago, he turned around and said, if, you're not going to be, if you don't want to play for Celtic, you'll not be here. The ball in the lounge. Maybe I'll sit in a wee lounge and go, a wee drinking that and go to have a wee party. And I said, this isn't working. The most important league in, league in the history, and I put a gun to the heat, every one of them. And as I say, if, if Neil would went on him one ten in a row, they'd have built another st- a, a statue outside Parkhead. We'd have put these guys on a pedestal, the 15, the 15 players that would have got us 10 in a row. 
Ora io vorrei che non si fosse fatto un'altra cosa, yeah, I mean, I have noticed that the internet rumour mill is, is in overdrive at the moment We'll get to that in a second I mean, John's, John's pretty upset by the sounds of it, Roger Hanna And specifically this statement, right? Because this is the bit that's new Celtic's form, pressure on Neil Lennon the recruitment, performances of the players. None of that's really new, right? It's been that's been bubbling away for however long you want. The statement is new, and I'm interested in the reaction because as I said to you, Hugh Keevan stood there last night and repeatedly called for Peter Lowell to say something, to speak to his fans, to be clear, to put his name to something, either backing or sacking Neil Lennon. So if you're Hugh Keevans, you'll be delighted. I wonder though, in some people's mind, is there ever a time when it's Better to say nothing um, No, listen I think Peter Lowell's right To break his silence I agree with you I think um, There's always a little bit of doubt At times like this You know Are the board backing him? Are the board sacking him? Um, Neil made clear well, I mean if he's Friday. in a job If he's still in the job They're backing him though Aren't they? You know some people uh, Like I say I'm only basing this on What I'm seeing yeah, on the phones uh, And on Twitter uh, I don't feel like this statement Has had the uh, impact That Celtic listen, hoped it would so, have Sometimes this You're right if they're not sacking him They're backing him But sometimes you find that A manager is just limping along While a board of directors Are, are, are trying to organise something else In the background There's absolutely no hint That Peter Lawwell Dermot Desmond Or the Celtic board Are doing that And this statement Confirms that Now there will be supporters John among them Who don't like the statement Who only want to see a club statement Saying Neil Lennon has left the club um, But there will be people There will be a quiet Section of the Celtic support Who might not want to phone in Who might not want to jump onto social media But who will be nodding along And agreeing with Peter Lawwell tonight And listen Please do Phone the show and offer Offer that view as well But you know John talks about He used the phrase They're the most important league In the club's history That in John's eyes Is correct That in the eyes of Many many Celtic supporters Both the loud ones And the quiet ones Is correct Where the problem lies in I'm not so sure in Odson Edwards' head Or Christopher Ayer's head Or Olivier N. Cham's head Or Hatem Elhamed's head That 10 in a row means to them What it means to the supporters And that's where one mm. of the big problems comes in That's an interesting point Roger made They're first for everything Gordon I know what you're thinking um, But about the the, the, the the confirmed backing If you like The public backing Of Neil Lennon by Peter Lowell I know this might not please Celtic fans But by doing that today th- Does that essentially mean That even if Celtic lose To, to St Johnson at the weekend that, that he won't be sacked Is that the level of commitment That's been shown today? Um, I've no idea You need to ask Pierre Lowell that I'm, I'm not surprised That the Pierre Lowell's come out And made a statement I totally agree with that He had to, Gordon He had to come out And say something to Celtic supporters Whether he agree with it or not That's up to you The one thing that I'll say just now is And you're talking about whether it matters to players with 10 in a row, and you named a few there, Roger. Right, I totally understand where you're going with that. But, as if you're a Celtic supporter now, you're not entitled to win football games. You're not entitled to win every trophy that's there. But as a supporter of a club the size of Celtic, and what the Celtic Football Club give the players, you're entitled to say to your players that you support week in, week out with your hard-earned cash, give me your best shot. If it's good enough, 
brilliant, we'll, we'll be happy with the success. If it's not, we'll stand back and applaud Rangers for their success this season because they were a better team. You cannot say that with Celtic players just now. Because if that is Celtic's best shot as individual football players, this is what I'm saying. Neil Lennon will not turn that around. There's problems. Thank you to John on the line. We'll leave you go, John. We'll hopefully speak to you soon. Let's bring in Doogie, who's also a Celtic fan from Airdrie. Similar theme, Doogie. How did that statement go for you today? Are you happy with that? Uh, no, listen, good evening. Gordon, Gordon, uh, Roger. Um, no, I'm not. Um, and the reason I'm not, listen, Sunday in itself, the, the performance was, uh, I think, disgraceful. Uh, and I take on board what both Roger and Gordon have said about uh, the players. Um, Essentially throwing the club under a bus uh, and Neil Lennon along with. But I've watched the, this season. Listen, I never wanted Neil to come back. Uh, I felt he was a cheap, available option. Um, I don't buy the narrative that he stepped in and saved the club or helped the club in a, a time of crisis. We were eight points with, I think, with nine games to go. And we're in the semi-final of a cup to, to hit a treble. I don't know many managers worth their salt who wouldn't have taken that option. Jumping in that position, so I, I don't buy that he, he stepped in and saved us. Um, last year, had it not been, and we don't know what may have happened, but it had not been for Rangers imploding, you know, in the second after the winter break, there's a very good chance we may not have won it then. And getting into this season, um, there hasn't been a, a good display. We had we had a game against Hibs which was not bad, but there's not been one good display. And I've watched them stick to. A formation and stick to a team, particularly off the back of a, a European a disastrous European game, and he stuck with the same team in the same formation for three games, and it was it, we, I mean we scraped through a couple of those games to, to get a win. Then he changes the formation, then he changes the personnel, then he changes the formation again, and he's changed the personnel again. There's only so many avenues for a manager to actually change something, and I think he's exhausted them all. So if I felt that he knew what to do to make it better then I would be all for it. He's in position and he has my support. But the, the statement from, from Peter today um, asks us to, to believe in something that I find unbelievable, which is that he's capable of turning things around. I think he's just ran out of options uh, to be successful with the team. Um, I think the statement today may have been to show the players that Neil's going nowhere. So the, the, the way that they've behaved over the last couple of months is not going to work. He's going to remain in post, so they're going to have to fuck up their ideas. But that doesn't necessarily mean that will work. And I, I, I just, um, I think we're going to be forced into a position where we have to make a change. Going to a similar caller's point earlier on, I think Neil, Neil's ego is getting in the way of the success of the club and potentially ruining his legacy as a legend at the club. Because I, I take on board um, what you said, Roger, he feels he probably could change it. He believes that he is the man to lead. But there's nothing of evidence showing that he is. There's nothing coming out of his mouth that gives him credibility because some of the things he said post-match are, are basically ridiculous. So I, I just cannot see a way where we get back to challenging Rangers. And it needs to happen quickly because every game it tricks by is a game that Rangers uh, get ground on us. I just don't see anything happening under, under Neil's... Unfortunately, under Neil's stewardship. And I wish that... Neil, I wish that um, Peter made a decision today What do you make of that Gordon DL? Well the one thing I don't buy into just now is and I know it's a big part of the game Gordon is tactics and formations right you look at let's take Sunday 
where all the problems really kicked off then. Celtic went in with a 3-5-2. The balance of the team was very good. The players of Celtic Football Club were very good. So, tactically, it was nothing to do with that at the weekend. It was a fact of the players for me. I think that the players have been given an easy ride here. I think the lad that's the head of recruitment has been given a very easy ride. I don't know why people are not questioning his job, never mind Neil Lennon's, with uh, the recruitment that he's been he's been left to bring in and given to Neil Lennon because we know how the modern day football works now. The head of recruitment basically goes and gets the players and gives it to the head coach to go and form a team. Now, yes, Neil Lennon will have a part of that. Neil Lennon's got to take a big uh, you know, chunk of the blame of what's happening. But you've got to look at people say, well, he's running out of ideas, he's running out of this. You're not telling me that Celtic players lined up 3-5-2 at the weekend against Ross County at Celtic Park. You've got Edward, who's how much is he worth? Millions. You've got a £5 million striker beside him. You've got a £5 million goalkeeper in goals. You've got a £7 million centre-half. You've got a guy, Scott Brown, in the middle of the park that's won everything. You've got internationals all over the park. Are you telling me that's tactics? Well, I'm sorry, I'm not buying that. Why not, though? Because is this not the problem for Celtic fans? You can't keep, and not just Celtic, I would make this argument if it was any team you're talking about, you can't just turn up and expect to win games of football because you've got better players than the opposition. Because Celtic will always have better players than the opposition because they've got the most money. It was, nothing, it was individual mistakes. Yeah, but how many times have we heard that? Individual mistakes, of course it was. Look at the penalty given away. But if your players are making individual mistakes every single game, might it be that tactically something's going wrong and you're getting exposed in certain ways? I think I think it's down to individuals that's not doing their jobs right, Gordon, in a pitch. Right, so how do you fix that then, right? Because that's the, that's the next point. So Celtic have probably used... I don't know, 20, let's say 20, 20 players who've had a significant amount of game time this season. So they are all off form and they are all making individual mistakes, but it's nothing wrong with the tactics that are being used. I'm, does, that I'm, not, I'm, does that not seem unlikely? Me personally, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the shape of the team at the weekend, right? I'm taking Ross County and uh, the, the situation. Yeah, but there is a bigger picture here, isn't it? If one defeat against Ross County, that's not what's provoked this reaction. Bigger picture, simple for me. Week in, week out, players are not taking responsibility on the pitch. Now, I've said that Neil Lennon carries a can for that as well. Of course, I'm not excusing Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon, me personally, I don't think can turn this round. And I think Celtic have taken such a gamble here that it's given Rangers another step towards winning the title. And they must be strong favourites because I look at this team I've looked at him balancing the team up. I've looked at his tactics. You look at goals that they're losing. It's nothing to do with tactics. It's individual decision-making. It's errors. It's commitment. So, so you, you, don't, you don't think Celtic look very exposed at the moment? As players, I think Celtic look exposed all over the pitch because they're not doing their job. So it's all, that's all down to the players' fault. That's nothing to do with the way they're set up. I didn't think in, in Sunday... I've told you, though, it's about more than Sunday. Yeah, but I, I don't think that just now the bigger picture is the system. 
Okay, Gordon Dale, thank you for the meantime. Thank you to Doogie and Airdrie. It's a great time to get your call in because uh, we're going to get some travel. 01419511025 and you could be up next. Let me tell you about this though. Far more important than any of your football arguments. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Officially into December, by the way. How scary is that? The nights are getting darker and colder. I think we're all wishing we could be somewhere warmer. Well, Clyde One's Cash for Kids is giving you the opportunity to do just that next year. We're giving you the chance to win. How does this sound, Roger Hanna? A holiday to Barbados for just a £5 donation. Even wow. Gordon DL. He's just sat up quicker than he's moved since that hip operation. At the sound of that, you'd be staying at the beautiful Coconut Court Beach Hotel on one of the best beaches in Barbados, soaking up the sun, sea, cocktails from the beachfront restaurant bar. I know I'm overdoing it. It's it's tempting at this time of year. The prize includes flights from Glasgow or Edinburgh, plus transfers. Now, for your chance to win, all you have to do is so simple. Text SUN to 84901. That's SUN, S-U-N to 84901. The text costs one standard network message rate plus a voluntary £5 donation. That helps battle holiday hunger and making a difference to a child this Christmas day with that £5 donation. So it's the ultimate win-win. You're playing across Clyde One and our sister station West FM. For full T's and C's, go to Clyde1.com. The entries close at 6 o'clock this Saturday, the 5th of December, and that will be at the end of our sports auction. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Very busy night on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Reactions coming in to Peter Lawwell's statement tonight Calling for strength in adversity From Celtic fans backing Neil Lennon at the moment Let's see what you make of that Connor's next up in Renfrew How's it going Connor? How you doing Gordon? You okay? Oh good What was your reaction to that today then? Happy enough? My honest reaction genuinely is that I think it's important we back Neil Lennon I genuinely believe that this is the correct decision You look at a lot of other sports I think it's correct that what because the going gets tough that we all of a sudden have to chuck the towel in. The reality is is the guy is the correct man for the job. I think a lot of people need to look beyond the manager and look at the players. Some of the ethic and the work ethic from the players who are paid, let's not forget here, an astronomical sum of money to play in Scottish football here. The effort is deplorable from some of them. What what do you want Neil Lennon to do about that? If the players take the field and they don't wish to put the effort in, what do you really want from Neil Lennon? I think at this point, it's the correct decision, in my opinion, to stick with them. Who else are we going to go for? Because I can't see any other manager coming into Celtic, especially after those scenes the other night, wanting to come in and take that job without wanting a very lucrative contract being thrown their way. What do you mean by that, Connor? Do you think that the other night's made Celtic less attractive is that what you're saying? Absolutely why would any other manager look at that and go do you know what I'll take that job I'll give that a go why would you want to take that job on if you were Eddie Howe looking at that scene especially those scenes the other night they're not Celtic fans they're thugs how can you de- how can you condone that behaviour? Well the only thing how about can- that that line though Connor, I know people trot that out I don't know if it, if it makes you feel better about things but, but they are Celtic fans yeah, and I, I get it. I, I get that every fan is, but and everyone's got their opinion on how they deal with things. But the reality, as far as I'm concerned, is if, you, if you're Eddie Howe looking at Celtic right now, would would you seriously, after especially seeing those scenes, go, yeah, do you know what? It's an appealing club. It would detract from your opinion of Celtic, a very great club with terrific history, a terrific club to be part of. 
Why would you want to come to a club like that? Yeah, uh, listen, Connor, it's a very, very valid point. You know, you've got an image of of Eddie Howe sitting with his family, having his, his roast beef on Sunday evening, and, and turning on the television and seeing those scenes. He would switch the TV back off quickly and vow never to go to Scotland again. Um, the scenes do not paint the club in a very good image at all. Um, whether you describe them as Celtic fans or thugs, whatever you want to say, but those scenes beamed around the world do not portray Celtic Football Club in a flattering light at all. And there are bound to be people out there who think, no, no, that's ridiculous. No, I, I would not involve myself in anything like that. I think seriously though, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that they wouldn't. They wouldn't disagree with the scenes, or, or they wouldn't find them. Mildly off-putting But but when it, when you actually cut through that Look at the wage packet The chance to manage a massive club And win lots of things and, and, and maybe turn all that around And have all those fans adore you You think that really matters? Gordon If this job comes up on the 1st of June next year For argument's sake I think it would be a very good job For a very good manager Because whether 10 in a row is won or lost 10 in a row will be gone It will be consigned to the history books so that millstone round Celtic's neck won't be there anymore. Um, the players who Neil Lennon says don't want to be at the club will very likely be moved out of the club. There will be loan players heading back to free up wages in the wage bill. Um, you might see other players retiring. You might see changes in the backroom setup. You might see changes in the boardroom mm. setup. But there'll be a Celtic on the first of June next year will be a very very different proposition to Celtic on the first of December tonight when. The job for me isn't really an attractive one, uh, Connor. How do you how do you fix that though, Connor? Because what you've said is quite is pretty admirable. You know, everyone needs to get together behind the manager just because the going gets tough. I think that's obviously an admirable sentiment. But you mentioned, you know, about the players not doing it. Is this not the harsh reality of football management? In that you can't sack twenty players, so you sack the manager. Yeah, but at what point does this stop? You look at any other sport, it doesn't quite go your way. I don't see any other sport throwing the towel in at a manager straight away. As far as I'm concerned, the manager needs to be supported appropriately. You can't just because a player, so what, because a player doesn't like a manager's tactics or he doesn't like the way he deals with things, we just all down tools and we just hope that somebody else comes in. I think a lot of fans forget as well that we pay a lot of money, whether that be through season ticket holders, Social media, whether that be you pay it and you think of things like Premier Sports, Sky Sports, BT Sports, you buy their merchandise. There's a lot of fans who do their bit for Celtic here. And to throw the towel in because it's not quite going your way. You ever heard of just bite the bullet and you get on with it? See some of the work ethic some of the players are producing. It's disgraceful as far as I'm concerned. Whether you agree with it or you don't like it. If you don't like the tactic that the manager's putting out, have you ever heard of you just bite your bullet and go on with it? Yeah. I'm sure you've been told and Clyde wanted to do things you don't, you're not too happy with. Oh, never. I'm always delighted to be ordered around. Um, but again, Gordon, I think you and Connor are, are coming at this from a similar position. And it, it, it's good, it, it sounds good, but the question would be for a lot of Celtic fans there if you've got that squad of players and you think that they're not pulling their weight, how do you make that happen? How does Neil Lennon make that happen now, tomorrow, Sunday, whatever it may be? How do you suddenly turn that around? Well, the problem is um, the modern day game now, and, and it always has been uh, for a long time, Gordon, is that the manager is the one that suffers. If players down tools, I think that players have got a massive responsibility to take, you know, take the responsibility to go out there 
and play to their best, whether they like the manager or not. You're dealing with a season like no other for Celtic and Rangers this season. You see, that's, that's the thing. I get that, but how do you make that happen? How do you flick that switch that says you weren't trying, none of you were trying, none of you were up to it yesterday, but you all will be tomorrow? I think I think you've got to go and look the players straight in the eye, Gordon, and ask them to go and take responsibility on the pitch because I think that's what's missing massively. I disagree with Roger. I think that if Eddie Howe was sitting there on Sunday and got a phone call, I think he would leave, leave his roast beef and jump in the car and come up because I think Celtic's a fantastic club to go and manage. Um, but the players, Neil Lennon now will be depending on these players. He's tried every tactic in the book. He's come out and had a dig at them in the press. He's taken it back. He's come out and praised them. You know, man management nowadays in the modern day game is very important indeed. Neil Lennon has got to find a way to get the best out of these players to go out on that pitch and take the responsibility for what the job that they're doing. And it, the problem just now is he's not achieving that. And that's why I'm looking at the players. I'm looking at the manager. I've looked at the recruitment. And there's a lot in there to solve. And I think the problem is... Time's going on now, we're now into December, and I think Celtic are now struggling to solve that problem. And maybe it is a, change, a different change, you know, because you always see it. A new manager comes into a big club, and they lift right away, and players all of a sudden talk about, oh, the training's brilliant, this is great. I don't know, maybe that's the way forward, but Peter Lowell's decided, no, I'm sticking with my man, and fair credit him. Eddie Howe's always struck me as more of a kind of vegetable lasagna man. I just don't, I just don't see it with the roast beef. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. Nothing to mark with a nice vegetable lasagna. Anyway. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Thanks, Connor. That was Connor in Renfrew. 01419511025 is the number you need to get in touch. And for the next couple of minutes, that's the number specifically for Beat the Pundit. If you want to win a signed ball, you need to get past Roger or Gordon first. The lines close at seven, so be quick. Beat the Pundit's next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 To get your point across to the panel Lots of calls Lots and lots of calls coming in tonight About Peter Lawwell's statement this evening Essentially standing by Neil Lennon um, Talking about needing strength in adversity At Celtic at the moment So Celtic fans keep giving us your reaction to that Big news coming out of Rangers today Dave King willing to sell his Rangers shares To fan group Club 1872 That would make them uh, the single biggest shareholder at the club So if you've got any thoughts on that We'll take them as well Let's do this first The Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time Your chance to win a signed ball But arguably more importantly To embarrass Roger Hanna Or Gordon DL Let's meet tonight's contestant Ben is a Hamilton fan from Stirling How's it going Ben? Yeah, good, Gordon. How's it going? There's an obvious joke in here, Ben, about you trying to get more beat the pundit points on the board than your team are getting at the moment. How is life as an Aki's fan? It's pretty abysmal at the moment, but hopefully it picks up soon, but I can't really see it. You always survive somehow, Ben. You always survive somehow. Have you read that wrong? You sure it's not Ben Sterling who plays with Aki's? No. (laughs) No, I don't think so, but you had me worried there. No, definitely not. That would be a first. That would be a first. Uh, Right, let's see. Gordon, are you still with us? I'm still here, yes That's fine, that means you're eligible tonight No connectivity issues getting you out of it Heads, it's Roger Hanna who starts on minus one Tails, it's Gordon Diel 
Oh lovely Let's see how much he's been studying In his isolation Recovering from his hip operation Gordon are you ready for this? Yes go for it Right you're, We're going to go silent for a second Don't try and shout in your Alexa To turn on and, and try and listen to us alright? Okay Right okay here we go Getting putting ideas in his head I know he can't pull that off quick enough Roger There's no chance Absolutely no chance Right Ben 30 seconds on the clock Head to head with Gordon And you can pass That's all you need to know You ready? Yeah, we'll go for it Good man, let's get stuck in 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Where did Rangers sign Steve Davis from most recently? Uh, Southampton Who's the highest scorer in the Betfred Cup so far this season? Uh, Kevin Nisbet In what year did Chris Commons win both Scotland's Player of the Year awards? 2015 Who did Hibs beat to reach the League Cup quarterfinals at the weekend? Dundee Where did Tori Andre Flo leave Rangers for in 2002? Oh, eh, eh, mid- How many Scottish League titles did Gordon Strachan win with Celtic? Three Okay, let's bring in Gordon DL uh, Where is that button to bring him back? Uh, there it is, Gordon, can you hear us? Yes, I'm back, Gordon Great, same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts n- Once I get the questions back, what did I do with them? There we go, your time starts now no, it doesn't. Need to press the right button. I'm all over the place here. Let's go. Uh, where did Rangers sign Stephen Davis from most recently? Phil. Who's the highest scorer in the Betfred Cup so far this season? Uh, Betfred Cup. Uh, pass. In what year did Chris Commons win Scotland's Player of the Year? Oh, no. 12, 2012. Uh, who did Hibs beat to reach the League Cup quarterfinals at the weekend? Hibs beat Dundee. Where did Tori Andre Flo leave Rangers for in 2002? Four. Uh, Chelsea. How many Scottish League titles did Gordon Strachan win as Celtic manager? Two. Okay, okay. Uh, ben, how do you think that went? He sounded a bit nervous, if you ask me. Oh, very nervous. Not going to lie. No, but not you, him. He was worse well, than me. Right. <laughs> I thought you sounded pretty assured. Oh, I'm not too sure about that. I'm rattling this side of the phone. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Gordon DL, I mean, it's just, you have had a disrupted time with all your, your rehab and all, all the rest of it. Are you feeling confident? No, I wasn't actually. I think I had a poor mm-hmm. night. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, let's find out. Where did Rangers sign Stephen Davis from most recently? It was Southampton. Ben goes oh, one. Um, ben goes one in front. Who's the highest scorer, the top scorer in the Betfred Cup this season, Roger? It's not you and Murray of the firm, uh, is it? Alan Forrest. Of Livy, he's up to six already. In what year did Chris? N- none of you got that right, so it's still one up to Ben. In what year did Chris Commons win Player of the Year 2014? So none of you got it. Still one up to Ben. Uh, who did Hibs beat at the weekend? It was Dundee. You both got it, which means Ben stays in front. Uh, where did Tori Andre Flo leave Rangers for in 2000? Tell them, Roger. Sunderland. It was Sunderland transfer deadline day, I think, wasn't it? 2002. Um, so Ben stays one in front Which means it all comes down to this last question How many Scottish top flight titles Did Gordon Strachan win As Celtic manager Gordon DL said two it, He needs that to be right to equalise Ben said three And it is three Ben seals it late on It's disaster for DL Well done to Ben The sign ball is on its way Well, Thanks very much guys Hard lines Gordon well done, Ben. What happens if it was a tiebreaker there? You wouldn't see my answer, couldn't read it then. Oh, listen, I knew you weren't getting that far. You were hopeless. Don't, don't you worry about the tiebreaker. That was a poor performance, I've got to say. It certainly was. Thank you again, Ben. Roger's confused me. It's Ben, a Hamilton fan from Stirling. So thank you very much to Ben on the line. 01419511025.
Same time tomorrow For Beat the Pundit Right Celtic fans Keep your reaction Coming into the goings on At your club at the moment That statement from Peter Lawwell tonight uh, Rangers fans What do you make Of Dave King's willingness To sell his Rangers shares To Club 1872 Get all your thoughts in On the phones Or on Twitter Let's bring in Barry In Barhead Barry sum up how you're feeling About life as a Celtic fan At the moment what can you say? It's just 2020 has not been our year. <laughs> well, the, the latter half hasn't. Um, I'm pretty disappointed. Um, I think this 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 is this is really uh, neglectful of the board. I think, and to me, that that um, statement screams no plan B. And I think for a guy on I don't know exactly his wage, two three million. I'm guessing plus bonuses. Put a lawwell. I think not to have a plan B is absolutely scandalous. Um, in terms of the team, I accept that the players have to take responsibility, but Celtic aren't different than the other football team. If football results don't go our way, then the manager goes. The players don't go, the manager goes. It's the way it's always been. So all this, keep the faith in, 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 in Neil Lennon we trust and stuff like that. I'm sorry, guys. I love the guy, but... It's 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 been and gone that you don't fix this. It's broke. There is no real optimism here. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, Barry, I'm pretty sure Neil Lennon himself and Peter Lawwell acknowledge that eventually the manager pays the price. I, I assume their reasoning is that they don't think it's at that stage yet, and he's got goodwill in the tank from previous achievements. And this, albeit not Europe or the League Cup, can be turned around. I take it you don't agree with any of that. No, absolutely not. No, there's. Um, a team for internationals that go go out with a whimper against I'm sorry, Ross County. Good professionals, they, they they went about their job really well. But you've got to say to yourself, come on, Celtic should be should be scoring at home at least, at the very least. We've not even scored guys, we've conceded two. And to say that there's 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 goodwill in the tank, I'm sorry. Do you know something guys? See my email account, I've got I've got a few email accounts and every one of them has been littered with Celtic shop uh, Christmas deals and stuff like that it took them n- nearly three weeks to come out and speak to Peter Lowell to come and speak to the fans and I've had nothing but emails selling merchandise and stuff like this the only thing that Peter Lowell understands is money and it's going to take the Celtic fans either to stop buying season tickets and stop buying merchandise to get to get them to listen to us properly or else um he does the right thing in my opinion And lets Neil Lennon go Well The culture of football Barry You're right You know The culture of football is that It's easier to sack a manager Than it is to sack 20 players and that, Managers do go um, It was just like I think Sunderland Get rid of theirs As somebody said the other day Shrewsbury was a couple Went in the English League 1 Managers go Every season Simply because When you take the job You know that if things go awry You're going to be the fall guy And and you're going to pay with it You you say there's no plan B I actually don't know There might be a plan B And Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond Just haven't pressed a button On the plan B yet Because they want to give Neil Lennon More time Maybe You know We spoke about this act of faith Maybe he deserves this act of faith You know he's, He's won 20 major trophies For the club As a player As a captain As a manager In two spells you know, he was in the team in Seville. He's he's won trebles as manager. He's, you know, he was a manager that ended Rangers three in a row the last time back in 2012, I think it was. So he has had huge success with Celtic Football Club. He'll be one of the most decorated individuals 
in the history of Celtic Football Club. So I can only imagine that Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond are recognising that fact at the minute and giving them longer than they would have given, say, Ronnie Dyler, Tony Mowbray, or John Barnes, or some or someone like that. But Barry, as we said at the weekend, that goodwill, that that act of faith, as you called it, that can only go on so long. If Celtic keep losing managers, there will be no alternative. Losing games, I should say, there will be no alternative but to change manager. I understand what you're saying, uh, but how how far does goodwill go? I mean, does goodwill go to the point where you can't? Bring back to uh, bring back any chance of getting ten in a row. Listen, I know I know exactly what you mean, Barry. There is going to be a tipping point. There has to be a tipping point. That uh, you know, either Neil Lennon needs to start winning games and, and coming away from that point, or you know, there will be a tipping point for Dermot Desmond and Peter Lowell because there always is for boards when teams keep losing games like that. Uh, what I'll do, Barry, is rather than read it out to the pundits I'll kind of put this point to you from Twitter Since you're sort of on the other side of things um, Scottish football fan says What's currently attractive about the Celtic job for any other manager? The obsession with 10 in a row is responsible for fans protesting outside Celtic Park For a manager that has lost one league game all season to be sacked Do you know, that's, that, is so, that is so one-dimensional I'm sorry guys, that is so one-dimensional it's not just about the league and stuff like that. The team has degraded. Yes, we've lost one league game, but seriously, we've got, how many points have we dropped on the road? We, we, we managed to battle back for Aberdeen and think to ourselves, right, okay, but we ended up, we capitulated again and we lost the last minute penalty. We've done it against Ross County. Thank goodness Ross County game wasn't in the league. That's all I can say. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a fair point, Gordon. You, you get the feeling that these have all been stacking up and then clearly... Sunday was the worst Now it didn't Not the worst in the sense That it's damaged the league But when you look at That disappointing run Celtic have been on The stats are terrible It was 2-9 and nine Going into Sunday It became 2-10 and 10. But if you were to delve A little bit deeper Rangers are the best team In the country at the moment So losing to them Not that surprising Easter Road and Pataudry Arguably the two most Difficult away venues Outside of Glasgow You drop points there Again not ideal But verging and understandable Sparta Prague It <laughs> Obviously disastrous results But teams in Europe will pick you off If you're not having a good night All the rest of it But I mean That's that you've been Very very generous And sort of clutching at straws Once you get to Sunday My goodness You, you really can't do that That was a, a really really Poor out of form Ross County team That came and won comfortably Yeah and I think that's where The problems is And plus the fact You throw on top of that Gordon uh, The summer signings The money that's been spent The backing of the board um, Some of the players obviously Are coming in for a lot of criticism You can see that there's not a lot of confidence there I keep saying that players have got to take responsibility Where I do believe that Neil will be sitting thinking He can turn this round Now I heard Roger there about He knows the club and what he's won at the club He's under under a lot of pressure just now He knows that He knows the size of the football club I do believe in his heart of hearts that Neil Lennon thinks he can turn this round. Now, I wish him all the best now because I think Neil Lennon is a fantastic guy. But he'll need help from his players. He will need to find the answer from his players to go around there because they're quite capable, Gordon, of going on a run. The problem with Celtic supporters is they've been wasted so much with success, winning trophies, winning games, and all of a sudden this has crept up. And it's not just one thing that's happened to them. 
You know, you look at Neil Lennon, you look at the players coming in for criticism, you come look at the recruitment, you look at Peter Lowell coming in for criticism. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a few things there that's bubbling away in the background. Celtic need to find a way out of this. The back-turn manager, that is their decision. And it's up to them to get it right. And I hope Neil Lennon does get it right. Uh, thank you to Barry in Barhead. On Twitter, let me kind of combine a couple of tweets, Roger, and I'll, and I'll paraphrase them because they're making similar points. Alistair Woodford and Stuarty on. Um, for instance, Alistair says that it's about a power struggle between the board and the fans and neither is likely to, to back down. Stuarty puts it, the reason Lennon is staying is because Celtic can't be seen to be pandering to, to, to those who are, who are outside on... Sunday, do you buy into any of that? Um, there might be some truth in that um, I don't think the board Well, listen, you know yourself The statement came out The board were deeply unhappy At the scenes outside the front door Of Celtic Park on Sunday I think they felt embarrassed By the scenes outside the front door At Celtic Park on Sunday And I think if there was The vote of confidence in Neil Lennon On Friday I think they were ready to double down on that Partly because of not wanting to be seen to, to bow to the people who were outside Is there not an old phrase for that Which talks about cutting your nose off Well, listen That is the decision for the power brokers at Celtic Park There, are, As we discussed that There are layers upon layer on this You know, since the programme started at 6 o'clock We've discussed the manager We've discussed the attitude of the players We've discussed the success or, or otherwise of the recruitment We've discussed tonight's statement We've discussed performances We've discussed... All manner of this And there is no simple solution To the problems at Celtic And if you've never heard that statement The full phrase is Cutting Gordon DL's nose off With a chainsaw Despite your face oh, Right okay, right, okay. A big chainsaw um, Yeah I mean Gordon Stuarty goes as far as to say That he, he thinks that The fans who were there on Sunday Have themselves to blame For, for Neil Lennon staying They think He thinks that he would have been gone By Monday morning Had fans not been there on Sunday Do you buy that? Um, I, I don't really know Gordon I just believe that Peter Lowell And the board of Celtic Have looked at Neil Lennon Had a chat with him And they believe in the manager And sometimes These decisions And everybody talks about How much money Peter Lowell makes He makes that amount of money To make big decisions He's made a massive decision This could backfire him Or he could turn out To be the best decision He's mm. ever made as, as, as a Celtic chief exec That's what they get paid for Alright, uh, we have got plenty of time for more of your calls They're coming up next Craig um, in Paisley's hanging on patiently Going to talk about this story involving Dave King And his Rangers shares next as well So get your thoughts in, full time teaser as well Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Time for Roger Hannan and Gordon Diel To put their minds together And try and answer this full time teaser You can play along at home as well you can send your answers in And I certainly won't read them out to the guys Because I don't want to help them But fulltime at Clyde1.com That's the address you need You can contribute in the future You can send the questions in And we will try our best to use them on the show Fulltime at Clyde1.com We're about to take some more calls We're also going to look at the decision today From Dave King To be willing to sell his Rangers shares to Club 1872 So Rangers fans If you've got thoughts on that Now's the time to get them in You ready for the question gentlemen? Go for it Good Good question This from Mikey I like it Thank you Mikey Mikey says Since the 2000 Scottish Cup final There have been 7 players That have started For the winning side In a Scottish Cup final 
and have also won multiple lower league titles in Scotland. So since the 2000 Scottish Cup final, seven players have started for the winning side in a Scottish Cup final, but have also won multiple lower league titles in Scotland. Good question. Gordon Diel, any any that spring to mind? Uh, not at the moment. I uh, thought you might say that. I think who was in the Scottish Cup final? Was it Aberdeen Rangers 2000 Scottish yeah. Cup final? Yeah, but it's after that. So if, you, if anything, that's the one Scottish Cup final that you can disregard. Right, okay. So after that. I, th- I think that's it's a very tough question, but I think it's one of those that once you, once you find your groove, once you start thinking about certain themes or certain clubs that sort of link all these things together, I think you'll get it. I mean, there are there are a couple of big clubs that if you think about the journey they've been on in the last few seasons, then that might be a nice place to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about Lee McCulloch? Yes. So he started in the 08 Scottish Cup final and the 09 Scottish Cup final, actually. And he won the third division and League One with Rangers. So there you go. Easy as that. Lee McCulloch. Listen to the silence oh, no. from DL's flat. Paul Hartley be one? No. Okay, I'll leave it there. Okay, okay. I'll give you some thinking time. Um, right, this story today, Roger, that broke just before we came on air. It was actually a busy afternoon. Um, and that's the former Rangers chairman Dave King has agreed the sale of his stake in the Ibrooks Club to Supporters Group Club 1872. Now, it's got three years to be completed. And that would make the fans' organisation the largest single shareholder at the club. Now, you remember that he announced, was it about a year ago, that he was stepping down from his position as chairman, replaced by Douglas Park. Um, however, the 20.68% of Rangers shares that he still holds is greater than any other shareholder. And he's now entered into an agreement to sell that entire stake within three years. So the group have the opportunity to secure a lower price of 20 pence per share if uh, they complete the purchase within 12 months. Um, is that How significant is that? Um, I think it'll be significant if the deal goes through. Um, obviously, deals like this that haven't happened yet, you know, there are going to be ifs and buts. But if the supporters get together um, under the umbrella of Club 1872 and spend their money to buy the shares, they will own a significant percentage of the stock of Rangers Football Club um, I don't believe there's a fans representative at the minute on the board of directors um, whether or not uh, you know a, a, a stock of that size would enable the supporters to have a voice in the boardroom I would suspect it might Gordon of course that is this a is this a done thing is, is there a challenge still in there because I guess 13 million pounds would be quite a big ask f- f- to be raised Oh, oh, of course it would, you know, without doubt. So um, you have to remember the supporters groups, the supporters individually and under, you know, the auspices of something like Club 1872, they've spent an awful lot of money mm-hmm. as it is. I mean, you know, they, they do own quite a, a decent percentage of the club as it is. Um, they also spend money in season tickets. They also spend money in merchandise. They also spend money on various other aspects of the football club. So... As always with clubs, and remember, we're in the midst of a global pandemic here. As always with, with times like this, football you know, football supporters are asked to go that extra yard. And I think um, it is a big ask there, £13 million, but 
Listen, it's it's there. Dave King has made mm-hmm. the offer. It's up to the supporters now to take that offer up. And I guess we'll find out more detail on on this as the days go on. Perhaps as as the, the story gets elaborated on, because I'm sure there's a question there about why is this the right option? Why is this the best option rather than putting the thirteen million pounds into new shares and then the money goes in into the club that way? Yeah. Um. Listen, there have been plenty of share issues down the years at Rangers So um, this is a decision that Dave King has taken He's been involved in talks with the supporters groups This is the path they want to go down Um, The opportunity is now there for the supporters to go and purchase this stock And listen, we'll wait to to see how it all shakes down Yeah, I mean, there there are quotes from Dave King on the statement today He says, during regime change and throughout my chairmanship I've advocated for increased supporter influence at shareholder level Um, I did this partly to express my appreciation to those supporters and groups It's my sincere hope that never again Will supporters become as disconnected and disempowered as they were at the time of my re-engagement with the club Over six years ago Um, I know some of this stuff can be a bit dull, a bit boring and and hard to to grasp And that's for us by the way Um, People shouldn't confuse this with Rangers becoming fan-owned Because Club 1872 would become the biggest shareholder But not the majority shareholder Yeah, does it take something between 20 and 25% of the stock, I believe? It's a sizable portion of the shares, Gordon um, whether it makes them the, the majority shareholder or not It should give them a major voice In the big decisions that are made by the football club And I'm sure Rangers supporters listening to the show tonight Would welcome that Yeah, I feel like Generally That, that sort of stuff is, is met with You know, with with Smiles, if you like, from football fans At the moment, in the current climate Anything that Moves slightly towards more supporter involvement Tends to go down well Not amongst everyone obviously And like I say there will be some valid questions About whether that £13 million Perhaps could have been put into the club Directly or via new shares um, but, but generally increased supporter involvement Tends well, to yeah, please most fans It does and you look You know, you, you mentioned the name And I'm not going to try and say it The name of the new St Mirren Stadium That they've given it to the end of the year Smiser Yeah that, that reflects the way the St Mirren supporters have invested into the club I don't need to tell you or Gordon Dale about the Wellness Society And the good work that's done out there at Motherwell If you watch that Hearts documentary in the BBC two or three weeks ago You know, you see Stuart Wallace and the people at the Foundation of Hearts And the money that they've put into the club So I, th- I think these things, you know, they're well-intentioned And if they work properly, they can only mm. be beneficial to the clubs Okay, if you have any thoughts on that, 01419511025 But Craig has been hanging on for ages, so I apologise Apologise Craig Now is your time What have you got for us? I've just woken up from my nap there <laughs> Sorry <laughs> How you doing guys? Hope you're keeping well All good um, There's a few things That I really wanted to say So I'll try and keep it As succinct as possible A few points um, To make it as easy as possible For you to retort So The way I see it is I, I actually sympathise With Neil Lennon But I also do Blame him for a large proportion Of this In terms of the performance levels I mean for me, I couldn't even count on one hand a level of acceptable performances this season. But, I mean, I couldn't necessarily say that is all down to Neil Lennon or all down to the board. It's a culmination of complacency from the club. And that is not Neil Lennon's fault. Again, the way I see it from the overall bird's eye view of things is Rogers, Brendan Rogers was the blueprint. Fans don't like the way he left, fair enough. Um, but for, forget about that for now. It was unprecedented success. It's a record turnover for the club and a share price. As a businessman, surely Peter Lowell can understand that 
surely that blueprint is the right way moving forward. And what we previously tried with projects and cheaper options was not the way forward for consistent success. So, for some reason, we seem to have regressed to square one. And you've got to ask the question, why? From a financial sense, it doesn't make sense. From a player's turnover, it doesn't make sense. From the profits that we're making, because now the way we are going, Edward isn't going to be worth three quarters of what he would have been worth in the summer, for example. And I are in the same bracket, that to be fair as well, and a few other ones. Um, the loyalty, the money spent by the fans in the pandemic, cannot be ignored. And I'm sure the board, surely, they cannot um, take that lightly for the, the situations that individuals are in at the moment. Then, you know, we've seen copy and paste statements, in my opinion, and they simply won't wash. Well, Peter Law has earned just shy of £15 million in the last 10 years that he's been in charge at Celtic under uh, Dermot Desmond's tutelage. For me as well, I think Dermot Desmond, uh, Celtic is a vanity project. For me, he's a Man United supporter, not a Celtic supporter. And I think they can see that shining through. That's an ego trip for him. And I think that's what Rodgers was, much like Roy Keane was, an ego trip. Um, Apologies, I'd say I try to keep this succinct. My last point, if that's okay, was around the supporters' behaviour. Don't condone it whatsoever. Let's, I'm let's angry. split them up, Craig. I will let you back in to make that point, but just because you've, you've covered a lot of good ground there that I'm sure Roger will want to uh, to have you say on, and we'll get back to that. Well, Craig sort of opened up with a question. It, it can't all be down to Neil Lennon. And, and he's spot on. Of course, it's not all down to Neil Lennon. We've examined over the last hour and a half and more. In fact, we've examined over the last month all the different facets. At Celtic uh, that have sort of contributed to what you might describe as a perfect storm of, of problems for Celtic. Uh, you know, Craig touched upon Peter Lawwell's salary package. When Celtic are winning nine in a row and a treble treble and on the brink, 90 minutes away from a quadruple treble, what Peter Lawwell, what any chief executive gets paid doesn't matter when the team's winning. You know, but Barry, who called earlier on, was, was complaining he was getting inundated with, you know, merchandise and emails and things like that. Fans don't mind that if the team's winning. Somebody complained earlier on about the Christmas video. In the last 10 years, everyone thought the Celtic Christmas video was wonderful because the team's been winning. So people pick faults and things, they find faults and things when the team isn't winning. And that's what's happening just now. Now, is it all down to Neil Lennon? Of course it isn't. A lot of it's down down to players. Greg mentioned there, you know, the plummeting value of Odds and Edward. They'll not get as much this summer or in January as they would have done last summer. Celtic had tried to sell odds in Edward last summer. There would have been all manner of protests on this show. There probably have been manner of protests outside the front door. Nobody wanted odds on Edward sold because he was doing well, scoring goals, and Celtic were winning games. Now he's not doing well, he's not scoring enough goals, and Celtic aren't winning games. And these are all just symptoms of the problem at Celtic just now. What was your second point, Craig, about the fans? Sure. Um, if I can just interject quickly on uh, Roger's point there I think for me this is probably the culmination where I think yes I would like to say something but it never, I never shy away from the fact that decisions are not perfect throughout time regardless of whether we're winning or whether we're losing I think, don't get me wrong Peter Law from a financial perspective has done well in what were challenging times but do I think that he has done a good job for the level of remuneration that he gets? No I don't because I think he gets overly involved in areas that he shouldn't be getting involved with. And if we appoint a director of football, that removes the need for that. Again, you ask the question, why do we not have one? Anyway, um, in terms of supporters, I don't think that influences the board in terms of removing Neil Lennon from his post. If it does, 
they're unbelievably inept and, you know, even bigger morons than we could even imagine if that is the case. Um, but I really don't think it is. Um, on that subject, the, the behaviour of them, I know we can say in the heat of the moment and so on, but let's be fair, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in tier four. A bit of common sense, really. You know, if some people want to protest, that's absolutely their right. But to behave the way they did, that's absolutely disgraceful. I think they're, they're not supporters. They're, they're idiots. They're morons. Gordon Deal, what was your take on that? I know you were you were wrapped up um, sitting in the comfort of your house on on Sunday night. When you saw those pictures and perhaps heard us on the, the show, what did you make of it? Uh, like most people, Gordon, uh, very disappointed. I can understand that supporters, especially this season, and you know the frustration of not getting into stadiums to support your team and try and be that extra, you know, the twelfth man. But there's ways again about it. You can be disappointed. You can be upset. Uh, but the behaviour uh, after the game was not nice at all uh, for players, staff, everybody concerned. It was not the right way to go about it. Whether that was the decision that the Celtic board decided not will not be forced into this, you know, the removing the manager. I don't think it was because I think the Celtic board, Peter Lowell, everybody's talking about how much money he's making and what he's made throughout the years. This is probably the now the biggest decision he will have ever have to have made. To keep Neil Lennon, to back his manager, to have faith in him, that is a massive decision he's come out with because I think the majority, and I'm not talking about the people that was there at the weekend demonstrating, I think the majority of Celtic fans want it change, but he's decided to stand strong and he's decided to go with his manager. Now, that could be the best decision that Celtic and Peter Lowell has ever made. But if you're going to be disappointed, of course you are. You're a supporter. It means so much to Celtic 10 in a row. It means so much to Rangers supporters to stop 10 in a row. But there's a way to behave, and that's not the way to behave at the weekend. Craig, covered a lot of good ground there. We're a bit short on time. You give us a, a call back sometime? Yes, I will do. Just one quick thing, guys, if that's okay. Gordon DL, I remember back in summertime you said about having a few cans for your quizzes. That could probably be a good tactic for you given tonight's performance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's going to take more than that to fix him. Craig and Paisley, thank you. This is your chance to, to redeem yourself. Gordon DL, how are you getting on in this teaser? Uh, read the question again. Gordon. Oh, you're joking me, honestly. <laughs> Go on, quick, a quick one. Oh. After the Scottish Cup final in 2000, so since then there have been seven I players... Seven players that have started for the winning side in a Scottish Cup final And they've also won multiple, that means more than one Lower league titles in Scotland in their career The best example is the one you've got, Lee McCulloch He won the uh, Scottish... Uh, Lee Wallace? Uh, no We're Rangers Are you, are, are you watching EastEnders now? Tell the truth No, I'm watching it. It's not Lee Wallace uh, no, I'm, no, I'm not watching anything <laughs> Lee Wallace not one? No What about uh, Danny Wilson? No Morgano Gomez No mm. Chris Miller Yes, Chris Miller Where did you pull that one from? He's Brilliant the St Johnson team that won the Cup yeah, and 2014 he, Yes, and he won the lower leagues with Greenock Morton And won team. with St Johnson Stevie McLean No the same team, no Forget that team What about the, the Hearts team that won? What about Danny Granger? He came up through the leagues with Gretna maybe, no? No the, There is a There is Who? In black Brilliant He's back Well I done Took him 50 minutes to Google to that one fair, Sitting on the recliner To be fair well I wasn't in Inverness It was Hearts But you know what he means Yeah I, I, No he played with Inverness as well uh, <laughs> I Google that Let me tell you 
I think you've got four to get, is that right? That's right. Darren Barr? No, no, we'll leave it there just now. What have you been doing in there anyway? How have you, I'm a bit scared to ask this. How have you been occupying yourself with all the downtime that you've had? Who, me, are you talking about? Obviously. Oh. Roger's here. You're the one that's recovering from an operation at home. Just doing a bit of rehab, Gordon. Uh, trying to get moving on this hip. Um, as people that's went through this operation will tell you, it's very difficult to get back. Uh, the big problems in bed at night, you know that. Just lying in the one position, that's uh, where the problems arise. <laughs> but I'm getting there. I was up and down the stairs today. I'll be back in the studio with Roger you, next week. You get the Christmas decorations up yet? You get the music on, the, the films, uh, the Christmas Gordon, songs? Gordon, you... You promised me a Christmas tree last year <laughs> so and never arrived. Um, so You must have no, gone for the Christmas music by now. First of December. No, 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 but I'll tell you what, I've watched so many Netflix and, you know, we, we discussed this, the programme, and we'll have a discussion after the show to see how you, what you thought of last night. I noticed they were having a big discussion about some Christmas tunes on breakfast, by way breakfast this morning, Roger. Step into Christmas, Elton John, are you a fan? So um, is that one of the classics or does that not do it for you? No, it doesn't do it for me, but my, my daughter is absolutely obsessed with Christmas songs. First of December today, 7am in our house. It was uh, John Lennon. What was that? What's that one? Um, How old is the man, Roger? Merry Christmas, war is over. I can't remember what that is. Jeez, honestly. Uh, well, I don't know if you know this, but... Yeah, yeah, it is that one. According to, to those maddies at Bowie Breakfast, uh, it's actually got a lesser-known B-side step into Christmas. Listen to this. The B-side was called Ho, 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 Who'd Be a Turkey at Christmas? <laughs> Thinking of this one, I just love anything Elton does now. I'm, I'm a changed woman. Honestly, if you think we go down some weird discussion routes on this midweek show, well, you should join those guys. ATM for tomorrow's cash register amount, plus you can win five thousand pounds in the five k minute. And the funniest bit of radio this week, apart from Gordon's attempts at beat the pundit, stop the bus, Bowie and breakfast, twenty to nine. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're on the home straight on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're about to bring in Ryan and Johnson Very quickly Any more on this teaser from you two Since the Scottish Cup Final in 2007 Players have started for the winning team In a Scottish Cup Final They've also won multiple lower league titles In Scotland So guys like Lee McCulloch Ian Black Chris Miller What about Neil Alexander? Yes Shows you're working Well Played for Rangers I think 2008 maybe And 9 And 9 It would be Livingston yep. Stenny maybe Just Livy uh, Livy and Rangers And Hearts in fact Hearts What's in the 14-15 season Gordon what you got? Nothing <laughs> Thought as much Nacho Novo? No Kirk Broadfoot? No What team sorry? Give us a wee clue Gordon Don't um, The two remaining players Oh there's three sorry Is there a goalie? He always asks that There is There's another goalie Apart from From Neil Alexander That's the hardest one Because we're going We're going way back Because the lower league titles That they've won Can have come at any point In their career So they oh, maybe right, came okay. before that Yeah Rob Douglas Oh brilliant Honestly What a, what a man Roger. he is On these full time teasers Superb um, Right the last two That you're looking for They are linked by a, By one club Dundee United must be. So it was the same Scottish Cup final. Is it Dundee United? No. 2010? No. Okay. Inverness? Nope. Hearts? Nope. This could take a while. Hibs? Yes. 
So it's the 2016 Hibs Leave it there Let's bring in Ryan and Johnson Sorry Ryan You've been hanging on Even longer than the previous caller What's on your mind? Aye you're alright <coughs> Aye Money Money Can I back Neil Lennon I've got two, two points Two things to say I want to back Neil Lennon Firstly um, I think people have got short memories The Neds that were up at Parkhead Don't represent a majority of Celtic fans Who know that Neil Lennon's given 20 years of his life to the club um, Including giving up um, international football Under threat of his life And then having, everybody knows that was getting sent to his house And attacked on the job at Hearts So I think they've got short memories So I back him 100% and that's the first thing I'd like to say What do you mean What do you mean by that though, Ryan I mean You back him in terms of The fan behaviour Do you back him in the sense That you believe he can turn this around 100% I definitely I do I don't I think I think Neil Lennon strikes me Having read his book and stuff um, I think Neil Lennon strikes me as a winner um, I don't think he, he he's, he's definitely not happy With the situation With the way things are just now We moaned about when they brought in Barca, she gave him a few games. Celtic fans moaned it was rubbish. She changed the keeper. Then we, we moaned about the defenders in front of him, and they brought in a centre half. And then we, mo- we moaned about strikers, and we've got Paddy Clamala, and, and we moaned about formation, and he changed that. So he is trying, and, and I don't think there's any better that that's going to come in in the next 25 games and be able to turn it around. He knows the squad, he knows the guys, he knows the ins and outs. So I think he's a guy for a job, so I back him 100%. Yeah, I can almost hear that the fans who disagree would probably say, Ryan, is that not even more alarming then for Neil Lennon Because you're right he, he has tried And he's changed this And he's changed that And he's, he's brought other players in And it doesn't seem to be working So some people would hold that down as A reason that it, that it can't be turned around But you're actually saying That that's your reason for believing That it will improve Definitely Well I think that kind of leads me on to my second point Because I think Neil Lennon's problems Lie in senior players I love Scott Brown and Callum McGregor Callum McGregor's probably the first name on the team sheet Five days out of seven for me Um Scott Brown Over the last Three or four months I reckon And that's An honest opinion It's just my opinion But I reckon Half the guys in my work Could do his job He's standing in the centre circle Knocking the ball From side to side We need Need Kind of real effort um, He's gone for A, a kind of long burst And box to box Midfielder Flying into half stackles And jumping up Noising the fans up To Just knocking it Side to side We need real Kind of Kind of oomph about him and Callum McGregor, um, like I say, he's, he's probably, the know he's probably my favourite player at Celtic, but he's not doing enough for a jersey for me, to be honest with you. And I think it's bred from Brendan Rodgers. When you look at when you look at Ryan Christie, guy runs his cell into the ground every game. Does he have a great game every week? No, he doesn't. Does he cry in the game 100%? Definitely. Guys like T- Kieran Tierney, I know he's away for the club, but I remember Kieran Tierney, his face broke, going to hospital and then running back through the crowd to lift a trophy. That's the kind of... That's the kind of players we need at Celtic And that's the players we had And Stuart Armstrong Bursting forward Committing players Getting that defence He's winning fouls Winning penalties Scoring goals Callum McGregor And Scott Brown Have now got it into their heads That they can knock the ball From side to side And build up the slow play And what they're doing with that Is constantly Constantly putting defenders Under pressure Because then it leads on To Christopher Ayer Thinking he can step out For the back And it's just not what we want We don't need that We've got attacking players Up the park and we need to decide to knock it every way but forward. All it does is kill the game, kill any move that we've got at all going. And and play, players and teams now in Scotland just marches out the game. They just know what they're doing. They sit in and just dominate dominate their own box and hit us in the counter. And I think it stems from Brendan Rodgers' style of football. And I think the blame lies with Callum McGregor and Scott Brown. Oh, a lot to take in, Gordon. Um, what do you make of that? Ryan's overall feeling is that Neil Lennon can turn this around do you agree with that? 
Um, I think it's going to be very difficult, um, to be honest with you, Gordon. Um, Celtic Board believe that Neil Lennon can turn it around. Neil Lennon believes he can well, turn it that, around. I know that, but what do you think? He's got, he's got a squad of players there that are capable of turning it around, but he'll need everyone. I, would, I just wouldn't, just now I wouldn't look at Scott Brown and McGregor and point the finger at two players. I think it's the overall team, even the players that are coming in and getting the opportunities, that he's changing, he's changing systems, he's changing the way he's playing, he's giving players opportunities, Ayeti's coming on. And are those two still bringing to the team what they once did though? That's uh, Ryan's point. I think I think um, McGregor sets such high standards. Scott Brown obviously well documented what he's achieved at Celtic. I feel that Celtic just now would be a better team without Scott in it. Um, I think that um, you know they need more energy in that middle part, more pace about it. I think McGregor's played a lot of football, Gordon. He's a very talented football player, um, but it's just more than they two. Um, but I, you know, it's up to Neil Lennon to find that mm. recipe of success again and get Celtic uh, back up there and start playing and and you know. Prove the the, the, yeah. the the backing that he's been given with Peter Lowe. Okay, Ryan, we'll have to leave it there, but give us a call back sometime. That was Ryan in Johnson. You've got two more on this teaser. What you got? What about the goal scorer? What about the goal scorer? Anthony Stokes? No. John McGinn? No. Stevenson? Oh, you're just going to name this full Hibs team. If it takes it, how yeah, can it, it be Stevenson? That. Darren, McGre- Darren yes. McGregor. Darren McGregor. Well, well done. done. Does. I knew you were That's listening. I'm finished now. Who also was in that team and maybe won the championship with Ross County? Liam Fontaine. Liam Fontaine. We got there in the end. Thank you, Gordon Deal and Roger Hanna. But most of all, thanks to you for listening and calling in your numbers this evening. We're back tomorrow at 6. Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday are here, so we can do it all over again. And in the meantime, Callum Gallagher is up next. So stay right there. He'll look after you.